Welcome to the Shot by Dame podcast, and thank you everybody for tuning back in for another episode. Um, today we're going to be interviewing Taylor. Uh, she's a floral designer here in town, and hopefully we get to know her more um, of who she is and who she is as a business as well. And for everybody um, who knows, quick shout out to my cameraman, Mike's Perspective. Also, quick shout out to Powerhouse Podcasting for allowing us to be here. And um, so let's just kind of jump straight in. So... If you can, uh, give yourself a quick introduction of who you are outside of all your businesses, kind of what you do just as as a person. Um, so I'm Taylor. Um, I'm 33, almost 34. I was born and raised here in Bakersfield. I went to Foothill, um, but I also went to college in Long Beach, Go Beach. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I majored in recreation and leisure studies with a certificate in travel and tourism, and I minored in geography. So Damn. at the time, I basically wanted to get paid to travel. So traveling is a really big part of my life. Um, I actually graduated in the height of the recession, so I did not go into what I got my degree in. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I just went into the service industry and then um, kind of built things along the lines there. I've literally worked, I feel like, every job under the sun. Um, I really enjoy animals and plants and being outside, hiking, sports. I still play co-ed softball. Um, and I would say that I'm difficult, but I'm loyal. You're di <laughs> <laughs> and sarcasm is my love language. Okay. So. <laughs> That's dope. Um, do most people know you did all that school? Uh... Yes and no. I feel like, like closer people, or I feel like it depends on how you know me. So, okay, like, yeah. if you've known me most of my life or high school, then mm -hmm. you know I did. I went to college. I went away. Okay. I left right after I graduated high school. Um, but I feel like if you've met me in since I've started my business or been back in Bakersfield, not a lot of people know that, know that about me. Yeah, because yeah, I, I like I don't think I've ever well I've never seen it on your page or anything. Yeah, that's crazy to to know that because I don't, like I said most people don't know us as maybe from before we started or um, younger in our life. So yeah, um, that's actually a that's actually dope to know. That's <laughs> when you said it, I was like whoa like yeah. I know she did all this before you know. Um, okay, so how how did you get into floral designing? So basically, I've been around it since inception. Uh, my mother was a florist for 40 years. Um, so I was, I've been around it my entire life. Um, I actually hated flowers growing up. I was going to ask you, were you always interested in them? Nope. Or, okay, no, 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 no. I did not like them whatsoever. They, my mom spent many hours like working. She was a single parent. So she worked a lot. She worked double jobs. Um, and then also flowers didn't live very long. So I didn't oh, understand yeah. the point. Um, <laughs> I was very, very tomboyish and I love nature and I loved flowers in nature, but I didn't understand traditional design yeah um so for many years I didn't really care for it however I was volunteered to help yeah. a lot um and so uh even through college my mom worked her last 12 years in Santa Barbara so in college she would ask call me and tell me she volunteered me to help somebody with some event or some wedding or something so on my weekend I would drive up to Santa Barbara and work 
this thing Damn. for free yeah. and then drive back. <laughs> <laughs> like all on your own time. Mm -hmm. Like, okay. Um, in 2015, I moved to Chicago and I got a job at a restaurant there and like a sandwich shop. And I also just did like freelancing event day of event coordinating. Yeah. Um, and I just really hated corporate structure. They, I realized they promoted people based on the best follower, not the best leader. And so when um, I moved back to California, I decided I no longer wanted to be in that environment. And the only thing I really knew how to do was floral. So um, that's how I started. I started actually before I moved back, I did two weddings. I did my brother's and one of my best friends from college. Um, and then uh, I moved back and started my business, got my business license and all that great stuff. That's cool. Is <laughs> Chicago completely different from here? Yes and no. Um, like the weather wise and basically uh, what you're allowed to do socially because of the weather. Oh, OK. Um, I mean, COVID, obviously, as well. Um, but people just are pretty much the same. I feel like everywhere. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Is I, there is there any like um like what would be a different from there? Like what would you feel like? No, this is really different compared to here. <sighs> <laughs> the perception there? of California. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. For sure. People think, well, <clears throat> A, that everybody lives at the beach, and yeah. B, that it is so unaffordable. Yeah. And when I actually described kind of Bakersfield and where I was from and what I was paying for my one bedroom apartment in Chicago land, so which is like the suburbs of Chicago. So I was actually 40 minutes outside the city. Okay. Um, I paid a thousand dollars for a one bedroom apartment. Damn. And that wasn't big yeah and i was like you know in bakersfield this is like a two three bedroom house at least yeah. on the east side like yeah. what the heck like this is ridiculous yeah definitely <laughs> that's yeah so yeah i think people have a perception from california that's just like way unaffordable unattainable yeah. and i told them even in major cities and stuff it's affordable that you have to be willing to be patient and look mm-hmm like I've always suggested if you want to live somewhere, you need to go to that neighborhood and walk around because there are little tiny for rent signs everywhere mm. and you can convince people to rent to you. Yeah. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, so this is a question that I came up with because, um, I don't know too much about how floral design works. Mm -hmm. So like, how do you come up with a vision that you, that you want to create as far as like, so like for me as a photographer, when people come to me like, hey, this is what I want. And it's pretty simple to give them what they want. Now, do people come to you and be like, this is what I want as like a picture maybe? Or do they give you freedom of like, can you create something like this? And then you're just full blown create it yourself. I feel like it depends. I get both. Okay. Um, I would much rather have a designer's choice type of client. Yeah. Which is. I just love your work. And they look at it as mm -hmm. artwork. Yeah. Other than someone who sends me a thousand photos off Pinterest. Mm -hmm. Even though when we meet, I will ask for your inspiration photos. Yeah. And most of them come from Pinterest. And most of them I can almost even tell you where they came from. Yeah. Um, but uh it's just, I always let them know, okay, this is just an inspiration. They, yeah. Like, And I'll ask them more specifically, what do you like about this photo? Do you like the shape, the size, the flower actually used, the color, the texture? Damn. Um, there's a lot that goes into it. And I am 
not so much of a traditionalist florist, meaning I don't make things in, I don't try to make things in ways that na- it wouldn't grow in nature. Okay. So like you'll see Jeff Ledham is a designer for the Hilton and he does like those giant bears mm-hmm. and they're made out of roses and stuff and they pop out of boxes and things. And as I can appreciate that work because it's a lot of mechanical work, a lot of man hours and the vision is big. I, you would never see that exist in nature. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You would never, you just wouldn't. It yeah. just, things don't grow like that. They don't come in those colors. They just, that's not me. Yeah. I'm more of like an organic naturalist type of florist. Okay. And so um, there's a lot more depth that goes in with that as well. Okay. Um, so like, can I bring up one that yeah. I've seen? I forgot which, uh, I think she was a photographer. Allison Claire's. That's the one like. Yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so like, how did that work? Did like, did you guys come up with it together or did you like, was that all off of you? Just cause I've never seen nothing like that. And it's crazy dope. So I have done a lot of things for Allison and okay. I have watched Allison for years. Actually, before I even started my business, I watched Allison. She is a muse of mine. Um, so I feel like I've gotten to know her very well and okay. I understand what she's looking for. Um, we did discuss it. Uh-huh. Um, she did tell me things, but we are to the, I am to the point with a lot of the photographers that I use that they just spit out certain things and mm-hmm. I, I got it. Okay. I got yeah. what you're yeah. looking for. Okay. Um, with her bouquet, it's kind of funny because she, one of her requests was don't make it too big. Oh damn. And I looked at her and I said, Okay. <laughs> you know how I am. Like, you know, I always tend, I mean to go small, but I always go big. Okay. Um, and I feel like her personality is very big in everything. And I actually worried about that bouquet so much that I text her at like 1130 at night and was like, if you don't like it in the morning, I will come remake it. <laughs> oh, um, and she loved it. She yeah. loved And it's gotten really good reviews and um, it will hopefully be featured soon. Um, in this really big publication, but, oh, that'd be dope. Yeah, Allison yeah. In, is in talks with them, so I don't know if it's gone through yet or not. Yeah, now that bouquet though was like crazy. I remember when I seen it, I was like, "This is the one right here." Like, it's something different that I've never seen. Yeah, and then it's just like, I don't know the way it's just like because it was big, but it just fit. Like it just fit like all the pictures she was in, even holding it. You would think like if you've seen it, like how am I gonna hold this? Yes, but it just went like perfect. Like I just thought it was, I thought it was just crazy. When I seen it. And it, I, okay. So when I, I would much rather have a consultation with you in person. I want to get to, I want to feel for you. I want to get to know you because yeah. I want your bouquet to resemble you. It is an accent piece of you. Okay. Um, so I don't want it to overpower you as well because I can make them very overpowering. Yeah. Um, and I think that is evident in the, uh, styled shoot I did with Ruby Z, which mm-hmm. uh, was featured in Junebug weddings, um, the TP wedding, the boho wedding. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So that was actually a real wedding, and um, but it was a styled shoot as well. Okay, so That's crazy. it That's... was a little hard to work with in that in that sense. And you know, I have a vision in what I'm doing, so it won't falter whether you can whether you meet it or not yeah, in, yeah. in that type of instance. However, for your actual wedding, I want the bouquet to compliment you. And I want you to also, you know, love what you got. Yeah. Um, so I want to know your personality 
and like I said, Allison's is very big. It's bold. It's bougie, mm-hmm. but on a level that is sophisticated. Yeah. So and that's what it comes <laughs> off as when you see it just all together, like her with her dress, the photos, the bouquet. Like it just doesn't look like anything's off. No. It's just like perfect. Like, and it also doesn't look like Bakersfield. Exactly. Yeah. It just <laughs> looks different. Like that's what I'm saying. When I seen it, I was just like, this is something different. But okay. Um. So do so as far as social media goes, do followers, likes, or comments affect you or matter to you it used to uh-huh um i think anyone who is starting out worries yes. about that mm-hmm. and that and and uh especially because it's free yeah but is it really yeah it's basically a full-time job yeah that you are not getting paid for mm-hmm. and so uh, my first year, I would say I worked really hard at it. I yeah. really tried to, I listened to podcasts. I read articles. I took like, like those online workshops of things like how to get this, get that, read the Instagram algorithm, all the things I would pay like the $15 ads and stuff like that. Um, but I ultimately knew it was word of mouth for me. Mm-hmm. It was getting that one person that reached certain levels of people. And it was also getting certain photographers to work with me. Yeah. And so my, what I actually did was I reached out and I would just offer things for free. Yeah. I think most of us yes. kind of like, will try to like collab or do something that'll help us help them. And then the same back. And then every time I got featured, I leveled up, meaning I rose, I raised my price. Okay. And I also became more selective in my styled shoots and things that I was willing to do as far as giveaways and things like that. Okay. As far as what you wanted to do. Well, flowers are expensive and the flowers I use are really expensive. And a lot of photographers, I was, I'm still surprised and learning don't even realize that so they will ask you for they'll extend like oh do you want to be a part of the shoot do you want to do this or like and there's no mention of of exchange of product yeah time i'm more than willing to give that is fine but the way to i try to explain it is you own your camera yeah you're not you don't have to pay a print shop to to produce everything and for you. And constantly have to keep pushing exactly. it over and over and over. Exactly. Yeah. And every time I have to purchase something to create what I'm doing. Yeah. Even in the silk world, like in the fakes, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, or dried. And yeah. those are more expensive because they last longer. Yeah. And so I always respond with, hi, yeah, that sounds great. Do you have a floral budget? Or if you don't, would every vendor involved be willing to donate $20? Something. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And you'd be surprised how many... Say no. I'm not willing uh, to. That's crazy. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. Crazy. Especially knowing that like, because like you said, like us as photographers, if we want to do collab with anybody, like we're not renting these. We're not paying payments. Well, hopefully, I don't know if anybody is paying payments on them, but like these are going to be ours. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's making us money. And we never have to pay for it again. But as far as like, because like my sister from Franco Bake, like product costs. I always relate it to food because people see, it's a a perishable. And then even then sometimes the product can come in bad or it's diseased or it didn't come in at all. Like, you know, there are people make mistakes too, you know, and so everyone's human. Um, and I try to take that into consideration and I try to be as kind about it as possible. But when you are at a certain level of photography and you don't extend that, yeah. 
yeah. my respect level comes down yeah. like yeah. a little bit because yeah, I'm just like, sure. wow, you should know this by now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so what? Um, what has made the biggest, I know you just mentioned word of mouth, Mm -hmm. but like what has made the biggest impact on your business as far as marketing? Like what have you done until you felt like, no, I did this and this is what made me, you know, maybe have, um, spread the word more about you. Um, I know you said word and I think to me too, is like, no matter what I've done, I feel like word of mouth has always came at the top because it's always referrals, you know? So, um, what do you feel? It's. Uh, so I mentioned it in the last question. It's um, reaching out to those bigger people okay, and offering, yeah. giving those first couple things for free and showing wh- what my what I bring to the table, basically, yeah. and why they should kind of, I guess, invest in me, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and then. I I don't know. I like to make the impossible happen. So mm-hmm. when people think things can't come through, I like and to you, come through. Yeah, like, that's dope. Yeah, yeah, that's just something about me in general. Like when I say I'm gonna do something, I'm I deliver. That's dope. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> For sure. So, um, do you ever run out of ideas? Like, have you ever had a, a client come to you and be like, "This is what I want to do," and then when you go to create, you're just like, "I just you don't have an idea what to start with, or you just don't know what you're going with." Uh, I can say that I've definitely felt empty. Okay. Like, like, um, I what, didn't have, I didn't feel inspired. Like was I didn't it because feel... of an idea somebody brought to you? No, it would be more, um, kind of when something's been overdone. Hmm. And they want to okay. do it again. Yeah. And I'm just like, like I can't think of any new way to do this. Yeah. Any way, I swear, you know, the boho thing has been done. The um, Gatsby thing has been done. Like, mm-hmm. ugh. And you're just kind of over it. it. You're just yeah. Like, okay, and yeah. so it's really hard to feel inspired to do those projects. Okay. I am very much a person that performs under pressure. Okay. So I will purposely... Do something just wait till I only have 45 minutes or oh, something like oh, I got damn. to get something out right <laughs> yeah, now yeah. or I didn't come through for this person. Yeah. Um, do you feel like does it feel like, the, like 45 minutes seems like a short amount of time? Sometimes Did, I can do things in that okay, amount of time. That's, like, that's crazy because like I'd be super paranoid if I was like Literally, I got 45 minutes. Like uh, sometimes I'm just I will sit there and just stare at the flowers because I just don't feel it. I don't yeah. feel inspired. I don't feel like I want to do this. I don't. My mind just isn't focused. So when it's for somebody else, and just, I only have this much time, I like, I have I it, yeah. have to. It all just kind of. I don't know if every all the clutter in my mind just disappears mm-hmm. or or what, but I just somehow I'm just like, okay, I see it. I can do it. That's dope. I feel I feel the same way with like um I've been in a lot of situations where I was just like things that go wrong or it's not going the way you want it to, I perform perform really well. Like I could adjust really quickly or I could come up with something in my head really fast. Um so that's dope that you cause some people can't. Some people will just freak out and be like I, I have can't. had two freakouts in the three and a half years I've been in business, and luckily they haven't been in really in front of anybody. Um, if I don't let myself get overwhelmed in the thought and the emotion, mm-hmm. then I can just focus. Okay. If I focus more on the overwhelming uh, of what I've got to do and the emotion of it all, 
that's when I break down and lose it. Yeah. However, I have been in therapy for a year and a half. So I feel like that's taught me how to just be calm in a lot of situations I would have otherwise lost it. Okay. And you feel that helps you a lot? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's dope. Yes. Um, Advocate for therapy. Everybody needs to go. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what is like, well, if you were to have one, what is like your dream project? Like, is there something that you just maybe in the future or maybe now would just be like, I would like to sit down and just do something, do this. Like, was it like a dream project of like a floral design or some type of bouquet or something? No, I think more. I just like to do. I So when I describe how to what do you want people to get from your work? Yeah. I want people to just. Wow. Wow. Yeah, definitely. Like, Mm -hmm. I just always want to do something that is wow, Mm -hmm. whether no matter how small or how big or whatever on scale size um, or who it's for, what it's for. I just always want the wow. Yeah. And I actually think I would enjoy teaching more people how to do what I do. Yeah. Um, I am very resourceful. Mm -hmm. So... I'm going to figure out how that thing's going to hang. I don't care how heavy it is. Yeah. I don't care if I told, I was told I'm not allowed to anchor into that building. Like I'm uh, going to figure yeah. it out. Yeah. Um, and that's just kind of me outside of this business is I'm very resourceful. Okay. I grew up in poverty. Like I lived in a trailer park for okay. almost 10 years. Um, my mother was a single parent who went to prison for a little while. Um, and was a functioning addict for a long time and was worked out of town. Oh, damn. So by any means, I should not be a college graduate. Yeah. I should not own my own business. I shouldn't be a 33-year-old who's never been married and has no children. Yeah. So you, I don't know. I want more people to know that you don't have to follow the generational yeah. um, cur- curses or conditions, yeah. traumas. There's ways out. There's another way to look at things. There's a way to use it in a positive way. I don't think I've always used it in a positive way. I was going to ask you, how does how does that work as far? Because like being in a situation like that, I know most people will have a lot of negativity in their head and it kind of bring them down. So how do you get through that? Like, How do you kind of... I use the negativity as motivation. So okay. when I was... I can't really remember exactly what age, but I want to say like around junior high. One day it just clicked like... These are the perfect examples of what not to be. Everything they're doing is what not to do. So don't be that. Don't do that. But it develops a persona of like a righteousness Mm -hmm. because. So I was the kid in high school who. um, Was like, oh, well, I wouldn't do that. Okay. Or uh, was very well, you're messing up because you're too busy doing interested in that boy or doing this or doing that. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, that's on you. Yeah. Um, But I also feel that if I was not that way, I would not have made it out. Yeah. You would have probably brought yourself kind of. I would have. Like, I didn't drink until I was a senior in high school and that was only once. I didn't smoke weed till I was like 21. Okay. Like, these were things I chose because I knew they were readily available to me and that I was, and also I knew that I was gonna be able to do them the rest of my life. Yeah. So, why not keep this one piece of childhood and innocence 
That's dope. for as long as I could. That's dope. And that's crazy to have a mindset like that at a young age. Like, I just, I don't even know what about it. I don't know. One thing I can compliment my mother on is she always talked to us like adults. Okay. And she always told us we have choices. Mm-hmm. And based on our choices are those consequences. And those are the consequences you have to live with. Definitely. So you need to be aware of yourself and of your decisions and yeah. your choices that you're making. So when we got to a certain age, she wouldn't solve mine and my brother's fights. My brother and I are 13 months apart. So we're okay. very like, we fought a lot. Yeah. Um. So there was a point at which she just went, I'm not going to help you. What are you going to do? Yeah. What figure, do you do when you're an adult? Figure it you out. You better figure it out. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Definitely. And that's probably that's probably a really good thing, you know, because I think most of us as teens, if we don't have something strong like that, we might just go the wrong way. We might go wrong direction. So maybe it was best that my brother was the opposite. My brother was the partier. My brother skipped school almost every day. He had people over all the time. He barely graduated high school. Um, He wasn't dumb. He just didn't have the guidance he Mm -hmm. didn't have and he thought he knew best based on what we had been through and also the adults in our lives so yeah um but he did graduate high school and he actually ended up graduating college from fresno state and um he's married and owns property and so he okay so we both are went against the statistics even though we went different routes in high school Mm -hmm. so yeah i think even like i barely graduated but it, I think it was more like I wasn't I wasn't into school. So it wasn't like I just couldn't do it. Like I was ditched or I was, you know, so it was just like I didn't have that motivation to stay there and be have good grades because I'm pretty sure if I had that motivation, I would have been able to do it. Um, but yeah, like just because you barely kind of went by doesn't mean like when you get older, it's not going to nothing's going to happen for you. You know, school isn't a defining factor on Definitely, if you're yeah. smart, intelligent exactly. or anything like that. It maybe is some it, a factor on how well you can convince others you're smart yeah. and things like that, mm-hmm. or how well you can obey. Yeah. Um, and uh, even then though, edu- the education system we have, I don't like college, the experience, I would never give back the education. You're just like, uh, throw that shit back in a minute. Like get the <laughs> out of here. I didn't do for me and I'm still yeah. paying on it. <laughs> yeah. That's another, yeah, that's the crazy thing. Um, so if you, if you had another profession that you could do outside of like, let's say flowers never happened for mm-hmm. you, what do you think you'd be in? Probably fitness. Fitness? Because I mean, that's also something I do outside. So yeah. right now, like I have three different jobs for if you split my floral work into freelancing and into my business, because sometimes I do go work for other designers Okay. Um, that need just extra hands, extra help, or they need they can't figure something out. So I'll try to come and give them what I know about something because I like large scale installations. Um, So I'll help with that or whatever. Uh, But fitness, I've always been very athletic and I'm clumsy. Don't get me wrong, but I love (laughs) sports. And when I I'm determined to get something. So Um, I've had two surgeries that I've come back from. Oh, dang. Yeah. So do, do you remember when you got into like fitness? Like, what is, is it always just your whole life or is it just like? I mean, I always loved being outside as a child. Um, my grandfather owned a ranch, so we were always outside. We were mm-hmm. always, I just, I remember being on a horse at three years old. Um, it's funny because the only person in my family who actually likes sports is my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, he played sports in high school, uh, but nobody else enjoys sports. They more like hiking, fishing, like horseback riding, those types of things. Yeah. I'm probably the only one. and. 
I'm very competitive. And I think that's due to how close in age I am to my brother and everything was always a competition between okay. us. Yeah. Um, one thing is he'll always be older. <laughs> <laughs> Would you say 13 months? 13, like 13 months. months yeah. yeah. That's always telling him like, I'm like, he's like 20 days older than me. And I'm like, you're old. Like, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Any, anything you can use to yeah. really just like drive that home. Um, so, uh, I, I didn't get to actually play sports until I got to high school because then, uh, everything was always on me to, to make happen. Yeah. So with high school, it was the practices were at school. I was already there, things like okay. that. Um, and then I played summer leagues and then I got to college and I played in the, um, like recreational stuff, like we, where you get teams together and it's like a league like that okay. or whatever. And then I took PE classes and, um, just was at the beach all the time or tennis or basketball and then um I actually went through a breakup and I gained a bunch of weight and I was like this is not me but I didn't know how to work out mm. so I messaged my friend who was doing a boot camp out of her house and so that's how I learned how to form okay. and like how to actually work out yeah because I had always had a coach before yeah so you know they just tell you go run to there mm -hmm. dribble this ball do that you yeah. know you're not really like Learning, taking into kinda, what you're doing and yeah. we never did like weightlifting so I didn't know that and so I started out with that and then it just kind of grew on me and then I just did it more and then um I did like Spartan races and obstacle courses okay, yeah. and then I went into like trying to learn Olympic lifts. And then from there I, I was, um, I had gone, I tore my ACL. I severed my ACL and 20% of my meniscus. So I had it oh. grafted from my hamstring and then it took me about two years to come back. Um, but what helped me was CrossFit. Okay. And when you do CrossFit correctly, you hit every side of fitness. And so, uh, I was able to do more than I've ever done. Like even prior to my surgeries yeah so you you lift yeah um how, how did that come because most of my thing when people get into fitness they do more like cardio type of stuff and then like for girls most of the time you don't see them lift as much you know usually it's like just like squats deadlifts but um so like how did you get into that um was that always like part of like you wanted to work out or was that just something that just kind of took you i I've always been muscular. I develop muscle really quickly. Like okay. I can show you a photo of me at three years old and I have quads. Like okay. I'm just standing there in my bathing suit and I'm like, um, uh, my mother is like that mm -hmm. and, um, she develops muscle very easily too or whatever. So I just knew like if I'm going to accept my body, cause I was very modest before, like now I've done like nude shoots and stuff like that. And I'm just like, whatever, it's just a body. Mm -hmm. But before I was very modest, I wore sizes too big. I was very tomboyish. Oh, okay. Um, I never wore shorts above my knee or tank tops. Um, my shoulders always got comments on them and things like that. So I was just not feeling it. Yeah. Um, it would always be, Oh, your body. And I'd be like, Oh yeah, but my face is trash. Right. What? Um, <laughs> cause no one would ever say anything about my face. It was just always <laughs> like your body. And so I became very self-conscious over it growing up and I didn't like to be just noticed for that. Yeah. Um, fast forward to learning how to work out and wanting to be fit and just like accepting myself. Um, I knew like I better accept my muscle growth and stuff because this is how it's going to be for me. I already know. I yeah. already know. I just eat a little bit and I'm going to gain like that muscle is going to pop out. Um, so I also find, you know, it really attractive when somebody knows their body. Mm -hmm. They know what looks good on them and they know what they're about. Um, so 
when I started the boot camp, the girl who I had started with, she was into competitions. Like actual competitions? Uh-huh, like okay. bikini, like um, what's the other ones? Figure, bodybuilding, things like that. So I already knew I was above bikini just because like of the way my body is shaped and stuff. So I was looking always more at figures. So then you start following those people. And whenever I do something, I love quoting Ron Swanson on this. If you guys watch Parks and Rec um, is don't half ass one thing, whole ass one thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. So or don't half ass many things, whole ass one thing. One thing yeah. So when I really get into something, I really get yeah. into it. Okay. So I would just watch all the lifting competitions like I followed certain people and then it just snowballed into all that and then uh, same with CrossFit I just start, started following certain people that I admired that I liked and then I watched the CrossFit games and yeah. super emotional and I have to watch <laughs> them alone I like cry and stuff I'm like <laughs> oh my god their story is so amazing yeah um so yeah <laughs> so um do you like far as like having people who are close to you or maybe close friends do they have like did do you think they knew you were like into this stuff or do you feel like this was just randomly something you just got into or well um I used to always get asked even when I didn't work out even when I had gained my weight because I have shoulders and I'm just a little bit more muscular <laughs> people would walk up to me because I've worked at Starbucks and stuff like that like customers and been like you weren't you work out? I don't know why they <laughs> the, always make yeah. that like, they, yeah, I'm like, like what is yeah. this? Like, I, I don't. It's always okay, shoulders up. Yeah. Always like, yeah. I'm like, like trying to, I don't know. It's so awkward and weird. <laughs> I'm like, uh, no. I mean, I'm at, I play sports. Yeah. That's what would always be my answer. You're just sports. Yeah. Okay. And now it's, yeah, CrossFit and then turn around and walk off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. So <clears throat> have, have you ever felt like you let a client, a client down? Yes. Yes? Yeah. Like often? Uh, Do you think that's just you feeling that way? Yeah. Well, yes and no. Okay. Yes, I know I have let a client down. Okay, yeah. And two or B or whatever second, uh, I just always am worried that yeah. I have, like how I was describing with my worry over Allison, like mm-hmm. that, her bouquet. Um, but no, I have. Um, actually, one of my, uh, I think it's 2018, my most liked bouquet on Instagram the bride actually hated it. Did she tell you she hated it? Well, the only, and this is, this is every time this happens to me, excuse me. Um, every time this happens to me, I just learn. I try to take it as a learning experience. Yeah. So in this instance, I never met with the bride. I only spoke with her mother only through messages on oh, damn. DM Yeah. and it was just the bouquet. And so I never got a full understanding of what the bride wanted. So mm-hmm. I delivered the bouquet and it was like, I, at this time I live close to Lamont and this is in like, by this, I don't know what it's called now, the state farm center, like mm-hmm. the sports Kaiser, center. Kaiser. Yeah. Kaiser yeah, center or whatever. Um, so I'm almost like home and I get a phone call that she, de- that she hates it. Can I remake it? And so I offered to meet her downtown Damn. and, but I don't have any, she wants more white in it cause it was maroon and white. And so I said, oh, or burgundy and white. And so I said, uh, I need more white flowers if you have them because they were doing their own centerpieces and stuff. Yeah. I can remake this for you. Okay, okay, fine. So I meet her downtown in like the next hour. I remake it in the parking lot. She takes it home. She takes, and I message her the next morning. How How is it? Is it okay? Do you need anything for it? Blah, blah, blah. No message. The next day I get a message back from her 
She still hated it. Bruh. And she ended up just making her own. What? So apparently all she wanted was a right a, a white little round bouquet. Damn. No, Nowhere was that ever said, said to me. Yeah, yeah. Somebody could have told you. Like, yeah. 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 Somebody could have like, that's crazy. So I just felt like terrible. Yeah. And I never met the bride. I never spoke with her. I never got to explain. Like, I just this didn't what, know. Yeah. You know? There was no communication. Yes. So that was one time. And then um, there was another bride who... I had a lot of miscommunications with even on her end. Like mm-hmm. one time she couldn't show up or one time um, I had like before I had put my dog down, he was really sick. And mm-hmm. so I had a couple emergencies with him and I had to postpone. And I always let people know, like, this is not my full time job. So mm-hmm. I have other things going on in my life. So I'm sorry if I don't get back to you right away or things like that. Um, so I had I had gotten a job at the 1800 and um I had not requested this certain day off to go Mm -hmm. to her site visit because I wasn't normally scheduled on those days. So I just didn't ask for that day. Well, I got scheduled on that day. And so she messages me and she also knows like everything that had gone on in my life. So in the last year I got dumped by the person I thought I was going to marry and he's already with somebody else and going to get married. And his excuse was he didn't want that in his life. So... Yes. Um, <laughs> so I've just had a lot of things. So in that in that time, my mom sold our house and I had three weeks to find a place to live. My car got sideswiped. He was our sole, sole provider. Jeez. So I had to like find a job. Yeah, you just had to um, change everything. My dog was really sick. Um, there was just like everything so that much. could go wrong was going wrong. Yeah. And this bride knew because I was very open. Sorry, with my oh, brides yeah. over this um, because I didn't want people to think I was just ignoring them or dropping the ball on things. Yeah. And so her message to me was um, so I apologize. I messaged her back and I said, I'm so sorry. Like I got scheduled and I didn't realize that this was the day blah 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 and she writes me back like this i don't know super long paragraph essay on why she doesn't feel i've made her a priority Uh, and um you know i she needs she even needs the unrefundable 250 dollars back because she doesn't even feel like i've done that for her even in the times i have met with her and the proposal and research i did for her and she said that I had 24 hours to refund it before she badmouthed me. Oh, damn. What the hell? And that she understands that I've had a terrible year, but she still it's, doesn't feel like I've made matter. it her a priority. Yeah. Damn. So I'm sorry. I'm sl- I mean, I just, I did not even respond. I just sent her back her deposit mm-hmm. because that's not, word of mouth is so important. Yeah. And I'm not a person who doesn't admit my mistakes or things that I've done, but I just can't afford that type of bad mouthing. Yeah. And so I just sent it straight back. But then the petty side of me, um, when (laughs) COVID hit, I giggled because she didn't get to have her wedding (laughs) because it was during COVID. Yeah. (laughs) The way you just said it it was just like, (laughs) that's funny. But um, yeah, that's yeah, because she she had no consideration for what was going on, and but she even acknowledged yeah. what was going on in my life, but it still it didn't matter. Yeah, it didn't it matter. No... Her life was more important. Her everything going on was more important because. Yeah. And the thing was, is I get a lot of people that are already have children with this person or are already married but never got to have a wedding. Yeah, so they've saved up for this, and I understand like it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. And I trust me on your actual day. You better believe I'm going to deliver. Yeah. Um, but in 
especially when you have canceled on me multiple times and things like that, it's not just me canceling on you. It's like, you know, there was no respect level, I feel like. Mm -hmm. And so it was a little slap in the face, but you know, you learn. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Damn, that's crazy. Um, so this is the last actual real question. Okay. So, um, so, and I, I usually ask, and to me, I feel like most people don't like these kind of questions. Okay. So I'm not sure. Um, but like, so what is your short-term goal for next year? So with COVID, I'm forced, I'm put in a really weird position Yeah. because I don't like, the reason why I don't have a flower shop is I don't like everyday florist work. Yeah. Like somebody, you put, you know, a certain size arrangement on the internet and people order it and it if it doesn't show up exactly like that you get a complaint Mm -hmm. and these daily complaints and just things I don't want to do that I've never wanted to do that and it's also very um florist it's 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 streamlined you're given this vase these five this greenery these five you know stems or whatever this greenery and it you place it like this and literally I can show any of you guys how to do it yeah there is no thought to it Mm -hmm. um so I like events, large scale installations and things like that. COVID isn't really allowing those things to yeah. take place and people's budgets have gone way down. And like I said, I use not only a flower expensive, but I use the really expensive flowers. And so I'm forced to reevaluate kind of where am I what going? Gonna, what am yeah. I doing? Like, what is this? So it's an interesting time. Um, no one has canceled their wedding. They've just moved, moved it, it or okay. downsized it. Uh, so that's good. Um, I really want to tell you guys something, but I don't know if I'm allowed to speak on it. Um, okay. no, I mean like, I, I think I, I know I'm okay. So yeah. I actually got sought out and interviewed for a TV show on HBO max, which is their streaming service. Mm-hmm. It's called full bloom. And so I'm in the running for the second season of being on the show for that. Oh, damn. So, and it's not about like the best or anything like that. It's about like one of the requirements was not having a brick and mortar, but trying to make your side hustle or this dream happen. And how do you make, like, how do you do that? Basically. Um, That's crazy. So because of COVID. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) I've already done my interview and like all that. It's now going to the producers and the producers are going to decide from the people that scout you or yeah, scout you to send them to that. They make like a three minute reel of you. Like you have to do a zoom call with them and stuff. So with COVID though, everything's been pushed back. So I don't Mm -hmm. really, I'm just trying to be thankful about the opportunity and being sought out. Like I didn't yeah. apply for this. They mm-hmm. asked me to, to apply for this that's or dope. whatever. So that's just validating in so many ways. Yeah. Um, but that would be definitely something I would be looking forward to in 2021 is sure. being able to compete on this type of show and just kind of like show what I am made of, but not yeah. only that, like how insane designers are yeah yeah <laughs> like how the creative process like is you literally because i got asked what kind of competitor i am and am i like the strategic one am i the team player am oh, i and okay. i was like honestly i'm probably at one point going to be every single one of those yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that's good that's that's crazy to think that and so is it like still happening? Yes, everything is still in the works. It's just paused. So okay. they are not done filming the first season. That's why 
everything's been pushed back okay, because cool. they can't film because of the you know mandated state laws mm-hmm. or whatever because they film in Burbank. So okay, so here it's in LA, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, damn, that's. Well, hopefully that goes through for you. Yeah, I know. Hopefully, Everybody pray be, for me and cross your fingers, toes, everything be, you can. That would be super <laughs> badass. Without it. Um, okay, so that was pretty much all the questions, the main questions, um, just about you and your business and stuff. Mm-hmm. So these ones are just to close out the interview with some fun, dumb, okay. dumb questions um, that I've seen or heard other people talk about or, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first one is, I actually heard this one before. So <laughs> does does milk go before cereal? No. So you pour cereal first? Yes. No. Have you heard of people who pour? No, never. Matt? Nope. I know. I've seen the question like multiple times. Okay. Well, first of all, I don't like milk. So oh, cereal is one of the only times I have milk. Uh-huh. And I think it's because I'm partly lactose. Like it, okay. like even ice cream, I like DeWars ice milk because it's like nonfat. Okay. So there's not a lot of dairy in it. Um, But at the same time, I can't stand when there's too much milk or like okay. <laughs> not enough cereal. It, it, that it perfect like ratio. Perfect yeah. So yeah. when you, I mean, this is weird that I'm comparing it to this, but when you learn bartending, that's why you fill the cup all the way up with ice because that's the perfect mm. ratio between the liquid and the space in the cup. So they're so they're not trying to like rip you off from your liquor. No, it's oh, literally like I it's supposed to be. It no, it's supposed wanted... to be like a melting yeah. ratio to like oh. the ounce of liquor to the soda you put into the ice yeah that's crazy i didn't know that that's yeah. good information that's why starbucks has those measuring cups too any drink oh, really yeah, they do. yeah according to your size there's a measuring cup or sure. whatever because it it has something to do with how the how the drink is finished like how yeah. the finishing product comes out that's crazy that's tight i don't know if you have either one of these but uh costco or sam's club costco yeah costco, costco or sam's club Costco, Matt. Costco. Yeah, Costco gang. Uh, <laughs> would you prefer to do a hair piece or a bouquet? Ooh, I mean, both are equally challenging for different reasons. Yeah. Like sometimes smaller work is way harder, way more technical, and if you have like wider set hands like I do, <laughs> it's really hard to do. So that's in a. If it was a challenge, I would say hair piece. But if oh, preference okay okay um <laughs> i forgot why i put this one but it's on there uh is taco bell considered mexican food no why you laugh matt although i'm pissed they're taking the mexican pizza off <laughs> they've already done so many too too the many mexican. wrong things too many wrong they took so many things off i'm really upset you're mad about the pizza taco bell if you're listening no uh, all wrong funny. bro <laughs> I don't think I've ever had the Mexican pizza. I never. That's all I go for. It. For real. All I go for. Well, it's a treat. Like for me, oh. I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'm, I want to spend fifteen dollars because it's that's how <laughs> things are now, yeah, or whatever. But no, oh my god, yeah, you I, better get it before it's off the or is it I've off always, already? Oh, okay, you know the date. <laughs> well, I wish I knew about the potato, the the potato taco. Oh, I didn't even know they had that. Yeah. It was on their like value menu. What the heck? It's gone now. <laughs> that is crazy. Um, so how much money do you put every time you put gas? <laughs> I run out of gas like every month. Okay. Like- <laughs> okay. This is hilarious. But before I could drive, 
I had uh, my dad, like I had rent walked from running out of gas way more than anyone uh. would ever want to admit or do <laughs> yeah. because my dad is that person who's like, let's test it. Let's just uh, see. see how much so I have developed into that person, but <laughs> I've only actually ran out of gas one time. Twice, yeah, since driving, and I've been driving since I was 16. Okay, so that's like 18 years. Yeah, that's good. I've done it like six so. times, six times this year. <laughs> but I will tell you, I am that person that will only put like ten dollars yeah. every time. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, like, like twenty. When I go out of town. <laughs> When I go out of town, I'll fill it up. Okay, I was about to do like ten dollars. Like, what are you doing? No, <laughs> no when okay, I go yeah. out of town, I'll fill it up. Yeah, but I don't know what's in my head where it's just but ten dollars. Yeah, <laughs> Matt, how much you put in? I always fill up. Oh, but you're weird. <laughs> I'll let it go almost to empty, and then I fill it all. All the way. Nobody does that. I'm like, I just keep it at a quarter tank, unless I'm really doing something crazy. Like, okay, I, I gotta travel. Middle. I don't know. Unless I really need to drive somewhere or something. Like, oh. I don't like spending more than three minutes at the guests. Oh, yeah. I'll let it ride. Like, I'll do E for like three days. <laughs> I'll be like, let's just see you. Come on. Let's see how see well this happens. is going to go. Because I can, I feel like I can tell right as it's going to it's gonna start to putter. <laughs> and there's so many gas stations now. And I'm like, just, whatever. I'll just yeah, pull over. Just pull like, in, yeah. <laughs> um, so what is the worst ice cream flavor? Anything with bacon. Do they have ice cream? I know they have donuts with bacon. Yeah. It just nah. they have wait they have a flavor with bacon. Just makes me feel some type of way about it that I'm just like no. <laughs> yeah. Do you like bacon? Um, I used to, and then I went like a few years without it because my ex didn't like pork. Mm. And then now when I I'll eat it now like if it's in something, but I no, it's no. salt. No. Literally, tastes like salt. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, so. What horror movie would you hate to be the main character in? Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> Why that one? I don't know. Would you survive? I don't know. Okay, all right, y'all. Yeah. So in all the horror movies you've seen, you scream at them, why, bitch, why, oh, sorry. Why are you, <laughs> why are you running up the stairs? Run oh, yeah, out the front yeah. door, right? Yeah. Right? Why are you going okay. back? I hear a noise. Go, why are you However, checking? I have yeah. not been in like a running for your life situation, but I have been in situations where you're like, why? <laughs> I'm the person screaming this at the person, don't yeah. do this. And then I'm over here when it happens to me, I do the, do same, the same thing. thing. <laughs> so I would like to think that I would be the smarter individual and just head the other direction. <laughs> don't get in, in yeah. any car There's heading towards yeah. that town. Yeah. <laughs> or so but, do not enter. You're just like, let's yeah, enter. Yeah, like, no, why? <laughs> let's not. Let's not do that. No, no, no. Is there another movie? I'm not really a horror film person. And he's scary. It could be like ghost movies too. No, um, there's what so are, many. Yeah, what other okay, movies? Okay, like Hellraiser. That shit scarred me as like a child. Hellraiser, yeah, the one with all the pins in his head. I was thinking, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Like I've never lines. seen it, but yeah. and like Freddy Krueger and your dream, like all the child yeah. stuff. But Annabelle, that stuff is creepy too. Creepy the shit with the dolls. <laughs> And yeah, I hate also, anything with dolls. Kids are demons. Saw like that rub, sucks. like again, made me feel some type of way. Like, uh, oh no, you know what? Hostel. Hostel. Have you seen it? 
Because I've actually stayed in hostels in other countries, and y'all, that shit is real. For real. I'm just saying, people really traffic people. Yeah. That's creepy. Yeah. That's scary, too. Like, hella scary. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> um, so, let me see. Do you drink or eat any food or drink after its expiration date? Yeah. You do? All the time. Like, all foods, or does it, does it matter what it is? Um, I'm big on milk. Like, if, if the expiration date says today, I will not drink it. I don't know why. I am a... Okay, so I grew up on a ranch. Uh-huh. Also, like, so you have, like, reserve freezers and things like that in case you get, like, snowed in or, like, yeah. whatever. Um, So you really kind of test your immune okay, system yeah. <laughs> on a lot of things. Yeah. And when I lived in Illinois, I... I got told it was a California thing because another girl that they knew from California did these kind of same weird things I did. But I leave the butter out on the counter, like in a like little butter jar thing. Uh-huh. But it's so that it can spread easily. Yeah. But it but never like tastes. All day? With, yeah. Like. Oh, damn. <laughs> like yeah. I, I just won't put it in back yeah. in or whatever. And like, oh, leftovers. OK, so if I'm actually going to eat my leftovers, mm-hmm. I will leave them out on the counter. And I because I hate the microwave and the way it makes things taste. Oh, OK. Mm. Ugh. So I'd rather eat it cold (laughs) or room temperature at the worst Mm -hmm. or whatever. So I'll eat pizza cold. Like no, or pizza. Actually, I'm a big fan of just reheating it in the oven. Just turn the pop on 300. Just pop that little sucker right in there. So just like new. Like what about like sour cream? Would you eat that if it was said it's expired today? Yeah. You would? I, and actually, I would just scrape the mold off because cheese, you're taught like cheese is mold. So you just like scrape off the... Sorry, y'all. Yeah, sorry, but, y'all. Yeah. but ask me when the last time I was sick. True. Yeah, people build their immune system. That's about what two and a half saying. years ago. My grandparents are like that. Like they'll just they see something about to move it just and just scrape keep it, it, keep it going. You're right. Yeah. Plates dirty. I'm not gonna complain. Yeah. Like I got a little something on it. Whatever. <laughs> That's great. Um, so have you ever seen Fear Factor? Yes. Most people have. So would you rather eat a roach? Or have a spider on your face. Have a spider on my face. For real? Yeah. So we're Which I have, and I can find the picture and show you. For real? A wild tarantula when I was Why? in Belize. I was studied that, abroad twice. Was that something you wanted to do, or was it like a challenge? No, so we we had walked through the jungle to these um, oh, caves. We got to float through these caves or uh-huh. whatever, and we were crossing through over this little creek bed, and our guide saw a black tarantula walking by, and he picked it up. Oh, my God. And he was like, and we were all like freaked out, and he goes, yeah. no, and he put it on his face and let it crawl around him, and he explained to us that tarantulas are only dangerous when they're protecting their sack otherwise they're actually pretty friendly and not a oh, problem damn. yeah and so um we all got to hold it and stuff and it i let it crawl though. up my arm and so you wouldn't be wild. scared of it anymore no spiders actually don't freak me out that much it's more cockroaches and snakes yeah so that's why i would not ever eat a cockroach oh, okay like, no. so those freak you out like literally if you want to like make watch me break down Put a cockroach in my hair or something, oh, and like shit. I will literally lose it. I will. We had just talked I about. I might that. kill you over it. <laughs> See, I wasn't actually messing around, but like Matt, bring the cockroach. I'm like, let's wait. Let's wait before she punches me in my head. No, or if something. it's fake, like, I can handle it. But um, if you, but you know re- for sure. But if it's a real one, oh no! You like you out. will see me like. <laughs> like i don't even know i will go at that thing like and i will not sleep until we find it find it if it goes in a little crevice yeah oh i'm going with that crevice with bug spray spraying everything (laughs) yeah that's that's crazy it just adds to my question about yeah like 
if him and his wife were to, you know, be just hanging out and a roach called big old roach, like the ones that fly, yeah. like crawl on a wall, like who's the one to kill it? Who's the one around? I'm acting like I'm dead. <laughs> I'm playing dead. <laughs> <laughs> if that thing falls uh, somewhere and it hides, I'm getting a hotel. I'm not, yeah. I'm not staying here. We're moving. Okay. <laughs> I sleep in another room. <laughs> okay, so this is the last one. Um, so what is something that you liked as a teen but you hate it now? Like you look back and you're like, what the hell? Oh my god, there's so many things. Name a few. Like <laughs> we can have more than one. <laughs> oh my god, like those soda shoes. So, oh, do you yeah. remember those? <laughs> oh my god, why? Did you and then them? I would wear them with like, 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 you know, the socks that came up your leg and okay. stuff. Like, what? <laughs> I mean, pretty much. Okay, I love the '90s. I uh -huh. am a kid of the '90s. Love it, love it, love it. And I love how we're reinventing the fashion of the '90s now. Yeah. But holy shit, y'all! Like <laughs> the shit we wore. What was wrong with that was us? Crazy. That was crazy. Oh, I was all about them gargoyle light up shoes. <laughs> oh God, that oh, and just, damn. just uh, uh, there were so many things. And then I feel like it's so unfair. Kids don't have awkward stages these days. I look at yeah. these little thirteen-year-olds, and I'm like, "What are you, eighteen? Yeah. No, I'm thirteen. What the? You yeah. are not allowed to look like that. Mm -hmm. No. Yeah, no, go you need these phases acne. Too. Yeah. You need a bad haircut. <laughs> you need uh, <laughs> clothes, glasses, braces. You need mm -hmm. all of it. Like haircuts, uh, haircuts for real. So unfair. Yeah. Cause now kids are like, what? Yeah, why should cut my hair? Yeah, yeah. Kids now are like three years old getting edge ups and line. You know, like they look like little teenagers. They judge like, you because you don't pay for a streaming service. Yeah. I'm like, excuse you? You don't even have a job. Yeah. Like, you don't. You don't have Netflix. Like, <laughs> no, I have Pandora without. Like, I don't. I have commercials. I don't pay oh, okay, for it. And literally, I've had little kids be like. You don't pay for this. Yeah, you have commercials. Oh, People geez. look at you like, oh, commercials. I'm like, excuse you, I got real bills. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So that's pretty much all the questions. So. Well, hopefully I was entertaining enough. Oh no, yeah, definitely, definitely, time. yeah. <laughs> um, and and I appreciate you coming over here. Of and, course, thanks and for sharing, asking. Sharing a lot of um information about yourself. Um, and you opened up a lot, so that's actually that's it's crazy dope that you did that. Um, because I think this is probably one of the most that I've actually got more in depth about who you are and what you've actually been through. So um that's that's dope to actually share that. I think it's because I've listened to a lot of podcasts. Yeah. And I just don't like the ones that get almost there. And, and then I'm like just skip it. What the yeah. <laughs> or you know, yeah. it's like the couple on Instagram that decides when they break up, you just never know. It's just um, gone. They're just yeah. gone. And you're like, wait a second, I'm on episode two, season four of your life. Yeah. You need to like let me know what is going on. Uh -uh. What happened? Well Share. yeah. <laughs> but um but yeah again like I really appreciate you coming up here. And um hopefully you like the video and um hopefully everybody will actually tune in and watch more to get to know you more too. Yeah. So um of course thanks guys too. Yeah for thanks. sure. So thank you everybody for tuning in for another episode and um, hopefully we'll put all the links at the bottom of the video and that's it. So thank you. Peace out.